Hello, and welcome to the Air Cargo World podcast. Today, we interview Chuck Stepantic, President and CEO of U.S.-based aviation facilities company management, or AFCO, on trends in the development of air cargo facilities in North America. AFCO's real estate arm recently secured upwards of $36 million in financing for an air cargo facility under construction at Baltimore International Airport, or BWI. Stay tuned now for the interview with Chuck. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Um, can you please introduce yourself and tell me about your company and its work? You guys just recently raised $34 million for the new BWI air cargo facility. Um, yeah, can you tell me more about that, please? Sure. Well, it's Chuck Stepancic, and I'm the mm-hmm. uh, president and CEO of Aviation Facilities Company Management, LLC, or we go by AFCO, AFCO for short. And uh, we've been in business uh, since the early 90s, and we're a, uh, we'll call a full-service uh, development organization, but our sole focus is, is in the aviation uh, sector, primarily with airports. Uh, we currently have uh, projects at about uh, 25 airports uh, around the U.S., and uh, we focus on infrastructure projects at airports, things like uh, cargo buildings, hangars, uh, concession logistics facilities, ground support equipment, maintenance facilities, uh, passenger terminals, uh, any type of infrastructure at an airport. And, uh, you know, as I said, we've been doing it since uh, since the early 90s. One notable event for our company is that um, – our investor model uh, was largely friends and family owned up until about a year ago when we were acquired um, by uh, an infrastructure fund that's managed by the Merchant Banking Division of Goldman Sachs. So what what that allowed us to do is to aggressively pursue projects and, and grow the portfolio, you know, with a world-class organization like Goldman behind us. Uh, so we're very excited about that, uh, that change uh, here, you know, fairly recently. And um, and what we do, you know, again, most of our focus is in the cargo uh, space. The vast majority of our portfolio portfolio are cargo warehouses, uh, both big and small, big airports, small airports. Uh, one of our, you know, which got a lot of attention here was you know, closing on our recent financing uh, for the air cargo facility at BWI Airport, which is one of our larger projects. We've got a couple hundred thousand square feet of uh, cargo warehouse and, uh, um, you know, equally, you know, an amount, a large amount of aircraft parking apron as well. Okay, brilliant. And then... Since you have all these projects going on, what are the general trends in cargo and development that you've been seeing at North American airports over the past year or so? Yeah, so, you know, we've, we're very bullish on, on air cargo in particular. Obviously, it's been our niche, you know, for the last, you know, 20, 20 plus years. So we're very excited about it. I think if you look at, you know, general cargo volumes domestically, i.e. in the U.S., you know, over the last number of years, you know, they've been, you know, increasing at a fairly robust pace, although this year they seem to have leveled off a little bit. Um, you know, traditional air cargo, I think, has been relatively flat this year, but I think one really, um, you know, big bright spot is, you know, has to do with e-commerce and, you know, and, you know, basically the consumer's desire for, you know, quick delivery of, uh, you know, of goods and, and products, you know, whether it's Amazon Prime or, you know, Walmart or Target or Home Depot, you know, there we've seen a tremendous, you know, amount of increase in volumes as a result of, you know, what we'll call uh, e-commerce. So we're very excited about about that. Um, but as, you know, you probably know, air cargo is directly impacted by, you know, global, global e- economic growth 
both, you know, particularly GDP as well as consumer confidence. And there's been some, you know, concern in that regard as it relates to, say, trade wars. And, um, and then, you know, there's been a lot of growth in the economy here in the U.S. And, you know, how much longer can it, uh, you know, can it keep that pace? But, but nonetheless, you know, we're really excited about e-commerce and that is driving a lot of opportunity here in, in the U.S. Yeah, it's been definitely an interesting year for air cargo. It's slack in demand in some areas, but then growth in others. Given this, or just in general, how is investor appetite for these facilities? And are there any specific facilities you see particular demand in, that being e-commerce or otherwise? Yeah, I, I would say that, you know, I, I think that investor demand, it's it's very high for the industrial sector in general, and perhaps even greater for assets you know, that are the focus of what AFCO does. You know, those are facilities that are located on airports and that also have access to, you know, the airfield, you know, the ability to get airplanes in, load them up, and, and get them out. Um, and, you know, that that's where, you know, we feel we have a, an edge in terms of, um, you know, designing these facilities that, you know, can process, you know, goods and, and products, you know, through securely and, in, in a, you know, fairly, you know, in an expeditious and cost-effective way. And that's really been the focus of our business. So, um, you know, I think that's also indicative of, you know, the infrastructure fund that Goldman, you know, when they acquired us about a year ago is, you know, I think the e-commerce trend continues and, you know, volumes continue to increase. And, you know, so I think the investor appetites, you know, particularly for what we do, you know, continues to be very strong. Great. So then if we could just talk more about kind of the nuances of this, how do you go about planning and developing facility? Is it mostly demand driven or are there other factors at play? Yeah, so looking at looking at AFCO, you know, our investment and development pipeline, it is primarily uh, demand driven. You know, we traditionally do not do a lot of speculative type buildings. Um, you know, unlike a lot of the industrial sector, you know, in general, i.e. off airport. Um, so, you know, it's not to say that we don't take risk, but you know, we we tend to focus, you know, where the demand is on airports. And, um, and, you know, where there's opportunity and we, where we see e-commerce continuing to grow, you know, we will, you know, perhaps place a bet on, you know, maybe some smaller, medium-sized, you know, airport markets where, you know, we think that there's a need, you know, to have, you know, an e-commerce or an air cargo facility that maybe doesn't exist today. Um, so, you know, I, I would say that, you know, again, we really focus on, on, you know, projects where there is demand, but we are willing to take risk on a measured basis. Okay. So generally with this process, then, do you make bids on projects that airports put out there, or how does that work in developing a facility? I mean, does it vary from airport to airport or project to project? It definitely varies uh, airport to airport and project uh, to project, but in our world, it's not uncommon because the vast majority, if, if not most all airports in the U.S., are municipally or governmental owned, so they have to follow, you know, procurement rules and regulations. And so a lot of what we do, you know, are, you know, procurements that are run by airports um, or large users and and you know that's that's typically how you know a lot of this new development happens, both at large and small airports. Um, but as one can appreciate, you know these procurements they tend to take a lot of time, and there's a fair amount of expense associated with these. And 
And we understand why, you know, airports and municipalities, you know, want to, you know, do it. They would, they want to create a competitive process. And we think that's a, that's a laudable goal. Um, but I'd note that the approach doesn't always result in the best outcome for an airport or an end user, just because a lot of times airports will have to select the lowest bid. Um, but we see a lot of airports now selecting the most qualified bid. And we think that's really, you know, the way to go. But as an industry, I'd like to think that we need to continue to evolve the procurement process, make it more efficient and predictable as an outcome, and we need to be open-minded to the fact that directly negotiated transactions sometimes can result in a superior outcome for, you know, for all stakeholders. So, you know, while it's done a lot of different ways, you know, the BWI project that, you know, we talked about, you know, that is one where, you know, we didn't have to go through a procurement process. We had an existing ground lease and we had, you know, development rights. Um, within, you know, that, that ground lease to allow us to do that expansion. So, um, we prefer to invest, you know, our time and effort where we have an opportunity to make a difference. And, you know, if we can stay outside the procurement process, it's, it's great. But if, you know, if we have to operate it within the procurement rules, that's okay too. You know, either way, it works for us. Okay. That makes sense. And then do you have any upcoming projects or kind of development work that you want to share with us? So in addition to the BWI project, which, you know, we are uh, rapidly coming to, to completion, we expect to be up and running there October 1st. Uh, you know, we were uh, also uh, awarded a project uh, out at the San Diego airport for the development of a new cargo facility there at the San Diego uh, airport. And so we're in the process of uh, negotiating the ground lease and working with the various prospective users. This would, you know, be about a, a $40 million project to be about a hundred and hundred to 125,000 square foot facility uh, along with some associated aircraft apron. So we're really excited uh, about that opportunity as well, and hopefully we can jumpstart, um, you know, that project and get it moving um, as quickly as we can. When did that begin? So that was the process that actually, you know, as we talked about the competitive process at airports, uh, went through an RFQ process um, about two plus years ago, and, and from the RFQ, there was a short list. Uh, of a of a couple firms, and then they were invited. All firms were invited to participate in an RFP process, and so we were successful through that process. That process was, or that project was awarded to us about a year ago, and um, so you know we've been going through the design process and working through a lot of some of the or through some of the technical details uh, with the uh, with the airport, and um, and so you know we're we're hoping and optimistic that we can start you know start construction relatively soon. Well, I'll be excited to see that. We have a symposium coming up in San Diego, so maybe I can go take a look at it at some point. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah, in fact, yeah. we did a project there. It's probably just worth mentioning, and um, the, it was kind of one of the first of its kind. I mentioned that most of our focus is cargo, but we also develop a lot of other infrastructure, and uh, um, and we developed what they call a CRDC, a Central Receiving and Distribution Facility at the San Diego Airport. That project was finished a couple years ago, and it was through a solicitation. Uh, but this facility houses and uh, serves as a central point for all the concession products that come through the airport. 
And so it's a, it's a much safer and secure and operationally more efficient type of facility. And it was the first time that the San Diego airport had gone through a public-private partnership. And so it was a project that we were able to finish ahead of schedule and under budget. So it was a, a really you know good example of a success that ultimately led to the cargo solicitation and us being selected. So we were very pleased uh, you know with, with that project and our relationship with the authority um, in San Diego. And we're really excited about doing the cargo project as well. Last but not least, what do you expect to see in air cargo infrastructure development for the rest of 2019 into 2020? Sure. So I, I would say we, we see it, you know, as a stable to kind of wait and see situation for, you know, large transactions that are not already well along, you know, due to unusual level of uncertainty and major areas that can impact the global economy, such as, you know, we'll say Brexit, trade issues with China. And of course, we've got a, you know, presidential election coming up here um, in the U.S., so, you know, I, I would say, you know, it's going to be, you know, modest growth, maybe a couple percent in terms of cargo volumes, um, general air cargo. Um, but, you know, e-commerce is kind of a whole nother, you know, whole nother dimension. So, you know, we're very optimistic about that. But longer term, we remain very optimistic about the sector in general, providing, you know, for large new investment and development opportunities. And, you know, for small, call it medium-sized facilities that offer some control, you know, over the, you know, process of, of a development, you know, we plan to continue to be aggressive in finding those opportunities and, and meeting demand, um, you know, so that we can develop facilities and, and just in time so that users can use them when they need them. So, you know, I would say, you know, we, we remain uh, bullish, we remain optimistic, um, you know, but for external factors, you know, we're, we're you know, we, we're, we're pretty bullish on, on, on the space. It's good to hear you're optimistic about it. But yeah, I'm sure that there will definitely be some continued growth in air cargo despite circumstances. If you have any follow-up, you know, questions or need some further insight, you know, please uh, don't hesitate to call. Okay, well, thanks so much for your time. For everyone out there listening at home, be sure to check in for our next podcast, more news on the world of air cargo.